A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some Sadducees, those who denied that there is a resurrection, came forward and put this question to Jesus, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us, if someone's brother dies leaving a wife but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first married a woman but died childless. The second and the third married her, and likewise all the seven died childless. Finally, the woman also died. Now, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be? For all seven had been married to her. Jesus said to them, The children of this age marry and remarry. But those who are deemed worthy to attain to the coming age and to the resurrection of the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. They can no longer die, for they are like angels, and they are the children of God because they are the ones who will rise. That the dead will rise, even Moses made known in the passage about the bush, when he called out, Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And he is not God of the dead, but of the living. For to him all are alive. The Gospel of the Lord. Our first reading today... Um, from Maccabees talks about seven brothers who were uh, who were ready to sacrifice their lives uh, and not negotiate because they were not going to give in to eating pork and that that they had a firm grip on the reality of heaven and were willing to sacrifice their own life today tomorrow we acknowledge all those veterans who were willing to sacrifice their life for our country, for our freedom. And so at this moment, I'd like to just ask those veterans who um, served our country to please stand up so we can acknowledge you. Please stand up. Thank you for your service. In this month of November, the church has us focus on the four last things. That's death, judgment, heaven, and hell. And today we focus specifically on heaven a little bit more. All, if we recall our journey this month, we began the month with All Saints Day. And that's where we acknowledged and remembered and asked for the intercessions of all those who had arrived at that one place that we all aspired to reach, and that's heaven, right? And then the next day, the very next day, we celebrated All Souls Day. And that's where we remembered and we prayed for all the faithful departed, especially those who were most in need of our prayers and sacrifices to enter into paradise. Today's readings are really directed toward you and I. 
They are directed to us who are aspiring to reach that goal of heaven. And they teach us some very important things about the truths of heaven. And they also give us some direction and some idea of how we might arrive there. In today's gospel, Jesus teaches us that a personal relationship with God is really going to be key to achieving our goal. We're called to remember that God is not a God of the dead, but he's a God of the living. Our God created us out of love, and he designed us to reciprocate that love back to him. And we do that in a very specific way, in the way that we love our neighbors and we love those around us. God's love is meant and designed to last forever. But in order for his love to last forever, for an eternity for us, we must reciprocate that love back to him. God gives us his love in many different ways, doesn't he? Think about the sacraments. That's one of the first ways that God gives us love to us. Each of the sacraments are meant for us to fully enter into a deeper relationship between the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. God is a communion of love when we think about that. He is, his very nature is love itself. We begin on the day of our baptism. So pause for me and reflect a little bit and think about that great sacrament of baptism. What happens to us? What happened to Jesus when he was baptized? Didn't the Father say, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased? And at baptism, God is saying to each one of us, this is my beloved son or daughter with whom I am well pleased. And then that love is, he he embraces us with the amazing gift of his compassionate love and forgiveness through the sacrament of reconciliation. And then that love intensifies every single time we receive him at Holy Communion. His precious body, blood, and soul, and divinity are given to us here at Holy Mass to intensify that love. In our gospel today, Jesus focuses more on the sacrament of holy matrimony. The Sadducees, who did not believe in the resurrection, they only believed in the first four books of the Bible, the Pentateuch, and they were trying to trip Jesus up by asking him, Whose wife will she be in the next? And Jesus responds to him that marriage is designed to be in this life because it is one of the sacraments to help point us to heaven. And in the next life, marriage won't be necessary. But that love between a husband and wife still is designed to go on into eternity. But it's not going to be in the same form that we think. For heaven is something that is beyond our comprehension. And you think about the Apostle Paul, and he says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has prepared for those who love him. We're called to really reflect and to really contemplate that love of God. Because those who contemplate the love of God 
will yearn and strive through this life to get there to heaven. It's beyond anything we can ever imagine. Revelations, the book of Revelations, has many chapters that describe heaven. And it's good for us to contemplate and think about the reality of heaven. That's how we press on through this life. We see many examples of a marriage in throughout the Bible, but we see it mostly in, you know, as the Bible begins in Genesis, not mostly, but it's throughout. But God created us in his image. Male and female, he created them. And he said it was good. And that trinity of God that I mentioned is a communion of love. That is the same total self-giving that we see in a marriage of the father and the son. The father gives to the son and the son in perfect obedience obeys the father. And through that giving and receiving flows the gift of the Holy Spirit. In a marital relationship, we see the same thing. The total giving of the husband to the wife and the wife to the husband flows the beautiful gift of a child. God designs marriage to be for life, to give life, and he designs marriage to sanctify us and to change us and more into his image by learning to serve and to be selfless in our love. In this month of November, God wants to enkindle within us and awaken within us a hunger for heaven as we start to prepare for Advent. He invites you and I into a deeper, more personal relationship of love with him. And he wants us to enter into that communion of love with our brothers and our sisters. The stronger that our desire will be to live with him in this love, the more resolute we will be to stay on track and not be swayed by life's temptations that would maybe knock us off of our road to eternity. Our first reading back to Maccabees is uh, beautifully illustrates this, I think. We see this same faith and courage today, even in our martyrs that have died um, throughout time, leading into this present day. Think about the modern day martyrs, even in Iraq, that were fled by ISIS. They had to be thinking about the reality of heaven to be able to have that courage to stand up just like the, the brothers in Maccabees. Christians today are being martyred all the time. So today, let us complicate, contemplate this reality of heaven so that when we are called home and death does come knocking at our door, we will be ready to enter into the joys of heaven and to enter into the love of God that will be even stronger than death. Let's receive the living flame of love now, asking him to sanctify us and to purify us so that we will be prepared to give that love to all those around us and reciprocate that love back to God, sharing that love to everyone around us. And then one day, we will all be in that fullness of joy that awaits us in heaven.